Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, January 28th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in Discord for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command. Orbital Command is a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have the White Whale Community Update Call. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome everyone to uh, the White Whale Community Call. I'm Blah Blah Blah, the intern at White Whale. Today I'm joined by Bastian, our founder and CEO. Um, the structure, again, for the call, we'll start with announcements and then give any alpha we have and then enter the Q&A. Um, and as usual, before we get started, a quick disclaimer that many statements in this call may be based on opinions of the team and may be subject to change. And nothing we say in the call is financial advice. And with that, I'll give it over to Sebastian. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> How's everybody doing today? I see we got LeJimmy in the house. Pleasure to see you. All right. Um, you know, and a bunch of a bunch of other friends are here too. So um, so yeah, I'm gonna jump right into it. Um, you know, quite a bit to share today. Um, obviously <clears throat> we've had an we've had quite an interesting week. We've had quite an interesting day today. Um, I think it's quite relevant to White Whale and to our mission. You know, so let's just get right into it. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, guys, what what we're seeing play out in the market um, this past week and and including today is precisely the reason why we started White Whale and we're building White Whale. It's it's exactly it's exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Um, so so the community in these situations on days like today has the power to actually defend itself. So we're not just, um, you know, sitting there hopeless, watching, complaining. Um, you know, we actually have the tools and the power um, to defend the peg, right? That's our mission. That's our central mission. That's what, you know, that's what we're here to do. Okay. And we are closer than ever to, um, to getting to that point, right? This week we heard back from both of our auditors 
Uh, we heard back from Oak and Certic. We got our Oak report. Um, you know, I think that was late Tuesday. We got it. The the devs are currently um, addressing the issues raised in that report. Overall, it was quite positive. Um, you know, and we heard back from Certic as well. Um, we got we got positive feedback from them. They actually said, and I quote. Um, you know, this is one of the, this is the best code that we've seen in months, you know, and they, they said, we're anxious because we can't find any issues. So we're having more people look at the code um, and they want another team to look at it. And they said they would have, they would have the report back for us by Monday. So both auditors have given us very positive feedback in regards to our code. Um, I'll get a little bit more into the, um, the audits and the reports as we get into the call. But the point is that we're very close to opening up the UST vault. Okay. Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm hoping, and I, you know, no promises, but I'm hoping to have it open um, before the next community call. So within the next couple of weeks, um, but it, it will be determined by what exactly is in the CERTIC report, the specifics of, of what come back in the CERTIC report. Um, but, but that's the hope, okay? The point is that we're close, okay? That's the point. And, and guys, I'll say this too. Um, if there were, if there was an absolute meltdown emergency, you know, if it was a code red and UST was losing peg on the, on the DEXs, um, you know, we could, in an emergency situation, we could have our vault open um, in a few hours, right? We could just open it up and it would be enter at your own risk, um, you know, but but we could give the community the chance to defend on the peg in meltdown mode if if it came to that, right? If it was absolutely necessary. But barring, barring any situation like that, it's going to be open um, very soon, right? So. So that's the situation. Um, and, and honestly, just <clears throat> just a comment on um, on the, the FUD and the commentary going around Twitter about USD and about its peg. And, it, you know, obviously, we, we all know here that the vast majority of of the commentary is FUD. And it's usually people that have an agenda or their financial interests aren't aligned with USD. Right. And they're, they're just spreading FUD. Um, however, I, I will say this personally, I'm, I'm not a fan of the DGen box. I'm, I'm not a fan of, of that strategy. I, I think at best it, it has sort of a vampirish effect on, um, on the ANC yield reserve, it, you know, and at worst it, it introduces, you know, systemic risk into, into the Terra ecosystem, you know, and, um, heard a lot of people defending it, heard a lot of people saying it's bad, you know, but I, I think. One, I don't. I don't think anybody could deny that we would be better off without it. it you know, it, it is what it is, right? It, it's there. It is what it is, and it's one of those things where, as I said on previous calls, I personally don't believe that US, UST could depeg at this point just from organic market market movements. Um, you know, even even violent ones, even drastic drawdowns like like May, um, I think were were stronger than that. Um, but you know, these sort of systemic issues, whether whether it be intentional attacks, um, you know, or these kind of loop together strategies that that could unravel. Um, you know, the bottom line is with the DGen box, nobody really knows how. Uh, you know. The scenario would play out a run on MIM, 
right? And a, and a complete depegging of MIM. I know I know people say that it self heals and that as it depegs and gets lower, it incentivizes the borrowers to pay back their loans. I get all that. However, you know, it, it's unwise to underestimate the power of panic, right? And the power of the mob to panic. So, you know, I think it's it, it's foolish to be dismissive of it and say, this is nothing, this is nothing we need to worry about. We're keeping a very close eye on the DGen box and on MIM, um, you know, and on all that stuff. Because the bottom line is nobody, when 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 it hits the fan, right, if it hits the fan, um, nobody knows how how those run situations will will ultimately play out right so we want to be prepared for everything that's the bottom line we don't want to we don't want to fud um we want to acknowledge that there's something there you know there's there there is an element of risk there and we just want to be ready and prepared um for for whatever may come so so we are keeping an eye on that we have been very closely especially over the last 24 hours um and like i said if there was an absolute emergency, um, you know, we we could go into code red mode and and open up the vault if if need be, right? So, so that's that. All right, I'm gonna blast through some just some housekeeping announcements real quick, and then um, I I know what you guys really want to hear about our audit updates, you know, the the audit reviews and reports. Um, and our bot strategy and bot performance and things like that. So that's where we're headed. Um, and we're going to take some questions at the end. But um, first, just a few announcements and sort of updates um, from the last time we, we had a call. So um, so our staking now is live on Aboard. So you can go to Aboard and you can check your whale, your whales, your staked whale there. Um, you can also now we've integrated with XDeFi, so you can access White Whale with XDeFi. It is integrated. You just need to have your XDeFi wallet selected as your default wallet. Then you'll when you go to connect, you'll see the option there. Um, but we are integrated with XDeFi. Um, we've implemented the Discord leveling services. So the ranks are Plankton, Minnow, Tuna, Dolphin, Narwhal, Shark. Killer whale, gray whale, white whale. So that's the ranking system. Again, this there's no real financial benefit to this. Um, it's just to you know reward the loyal Discord members. Okay, we fixed some bugs. Um, the web app showing up as a blank page. It was doing that for some people. There was some cacheing problems. That has been fixed. Um, and the price graph sometimes was showing up backwards. That has been addressed as well. Okay, so that's really um, those are the the housekeeping announcements. All right, now to go into a little bit more detail on the audits. So the Oak preliminary audit finished January twenty fifth, which I believe was Tuesday. Um, we are very happy with the results. It it really is minor fixes. Um, the the auditors praised us. You know, they praised the code. They spoke well of it. They are so how they work is. They give the preliminary report, right, which they've given us. Um, then we have three weeks, uh, and this is just their protocol. We have three weeks to address any issues that they raise in the report. Um, and then after that, they publish a full the full audit report, right? So they're going to publish the full audit report in three weeks. I, it, I don't think it's going to take us that long to address all the issues, um, you know, but they they published the the full report in three weeks. Um, there there were two issues that they classified as I forget what the term they used is not minor like significant issues or major issues. 
Um, neither one were external threats in the sense of a threat of an external ex um, exploit. Um, one was they pointed out that that we are reliant on Anchor Protocol, which we, you know, that's admittedly we are, right? Um, you know, so so basically they said if for some reason, you know, if there was a run on Anchor or if Anchor, um, if people weren't weren't allowed to withdraw, right? If they locked up withdrawals or something like that, then it would be, a, you know, that that would drastically affect um, White Whale because our flash loans rely on withdrawing from Anchor, um, and and this is something that we are aware of, um, you know, and it kind of is what it is. We do have the way we designed it is we have a minimum threshold, so um, and I think it's currently set at like 15k. Or something like that. So basically, there's 15k that will always be liquid USD, um, and the rest will be deposited in Anchor. Um, but but you know we're we're taking that seriously, and we've we've thought of it. But that's one of the issues that they raised is is the protocol's reliance on Anchor, right? Um, which which is true. Um, and the other one, again, it wasn't an external threat. It was basically the way our contracts, the way one contract was written. Um, admins, meaning us, team members could, um, you know, could redirect flash loan money. So we have to sort of put the, um, we have to restructure the contracts, one of the contracts basically, and put the admin rights into the the flash loan contract. So, and it's, the, the team's already working on it and it's, it's very solvable and, um, it, you know, it's, it's will be will be easily handled. So, so that's uh, apart from that, it was it was minor stuff, like I said, and we are well on our way to addressing all of the issues. Um, Certic now, which is the second audit, they, um, you know, I'll say this: they've they've delayed now a, a, a couple times, right? They were supposed to get back to us at an initial date. They were late. Now they're late again. Um, so they've said Monday we're going to have our report. Hopefully that is the case. Hopefully they send us uh, the report on Monday. They did comment that our code is very good. It's very clean, um, the cleanest they've seen in months. They didn't find any major issues. They're bringing in more engineers to do a final walkthrough. Um, and that's why that it, it was pushed back till Monday. So, um, like I said, depending on what's in that report, Right. Um, you know, that will determine how long it will take to address whatever issues are in there. And then we will, um, you know, we'll deploy and, and open up. So and I'm sure that you guys will be hearing about it if, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter and, and all our channels. And I'm sure you'll you'll know when that happens. <laughs> all right. That's that's the update on the audits um, now as far as the bots and the bot strategy. Right. So I want to talk a little bit. So the bots, guys, obviously, we, we've seen a flurry of activity this past week. Um, you know, our bots are as active as they've ever been. Um, they've, they've been they've hit the biggest trades they've ever hit. They've been as profitable as they've ever been. We still have a ways to go on them, admittedly, um, but lots of activity, lots of progress. And it's, it's just been exciting. I mean, we're still like we can't keep up with the data and the transactions. We, we've been, you know, we're analyzing each trade and transaction to see what happened or, you know, and then tweak code and things from there. But we, you know, we can't even keep up with the data right now. Um, but that's OK. Right. That's OK. It's It's been a flurry. It's been a, a whirlwind of activity. 
Um, you know, but I want to talk a little bit about the strategy and a little bit about what we're doing, right? So, so basically, um, the way we're structuring our bot strategy, okay, and and by the way, feedback is welcome on this. Um, basically, how I like to describe it is we have offense and then we have defense, okay? So, if we start with the defense, right, what we have are we have L1 bots, so that means um, bots running. <clears throat> excuse me, on the L1 against the DEXs. Again, so we have a bot for L1 versus TerraSwap and L1 versus um, versus Ashraport, right? So these are actually protecting the peg. On, they're arbing the L1, they're burning and minting Luna, and they're protecting the peg off the DEXs, right? And that's that's the core, right? So then you, one, we want to protect the peg everywhere, Okay, we want to protect the peg everywhere that it has liquidity. And, you know, I do want to comment on that. Um, you know, you see a lot of tweets lately with charts of the UST peg and it depegging, right? And somebody posting the coin market cap chart. And even five days ago, there was a, a post, like, you know, um, CoinGecko had the Oracle wrong, right? And it was showing like a 97 or 98 cent UST and it wasn't even right, right? But um, people will, will throw up the, the coin market cap chart or the coinbase chart even or you know whatever it is and show the peg off well you, you have to pay attention to what chart they're showing you right and and where where ust is depegging right because just recently just just today and recently we saw it briefly depeg in one of the curve pulls um and then i think today it was on coinbase or something like that um, you know, that's not, that's not on the DEXs, right? So, and, and if, again, somebody will tweet out this chart and say, where are you, white whale? Like, hurry up and launch, white whale. You know, and, and I appreciate that. I, I do. Um, but, you know, the, the peg on the DEXs on Astroport and Terraswap has actually held, held pretty well, right? And it's been pretty tight. But that's really where you want to watch it. Um, and again, we don't... You know, we don't want to imagine or play out doomsday scenarios and runs in our head, but by protecting it at the core, meaning on the DEXs in the primary location, theoretically, anybody else, so let's say it loses peg, you know, on KuCoin or Coinbase or in the curve, wherever, um, they could always arbit back there to the primary to the DEXs, right? So it can always be arbit back there if it's held there, if it's held on the DEXs, right? And again, we ultimately want to expand our infrastructure to everywhere that UST has liquidity. But right now, that's where we're protecting the peg. Okay. So on the DEXs, we're running defensive bots. All right. That means these bots, okay. Um, they're they're not going after they're, they're not aggressive they're not burning fees anybody that's done arbitrage will know that you really got to watch your fees right and and it's a very competitive game and it, you know there's basically there's parameters you can set to play defense all right and that's what we're doing with our l1 bots they're kind of like defenders of the peg okay so they're not you know they're not paying trades all the time they're there waiting. They're they're there waiting for you know an emergency. Basically, they're defenders. Okay. Then we also have an offensive strategy. All right. So now we have different bots, right, that are UST based, right, um, that are arbing between the dexes, right, that are arbing different strategies, and these bots are set more aggressively, and they're basically built 
to compete with the other arbors, right? The other private sector arbors that are out there um, and earn yield on a daily basis, right? Just just whenever there's an arbor, you know, even in the stable market, when you have people making big trades, when you have whales making big trades, there's arb opportunities, right? So these bots, the offensive bots are designed to um, actively arb, right? They're sniping the mempool, they're actively arbing, they're competing with the other um with the other guys out there that are arbing all right so we have an offensive and a defensive strategy the defensive strategy the l1 bots they are up and they are running okay um the offensive ones are two but we are still very much developing them we are still very much building our architecture around them um we're still very much making them more competitive okay um so like, as I've said, during this past week, we've seen some of our largest gains, our most profitable trades, a flurry of activity. We still recognize that we, we need, we're still building them out. We're still developing them, right? And making them better. Um, there, you know, to, just to be frank and to give an update on the state of arbitrage on Terra, um, it, it's competitive. You know, the, the arbitrage on, on Terra is quite competitive. There was a, there was a thread, a tweet thread, I think about 12 hours ago by Encino man. And they did a study. They did a report on the UST, uh, the state of UST arbitrage um, with, with flip side. And it was very informative and it was very accurate. And it was honestly, it was very consistent with what we found in our testing and development of bots. Right. And I, I would um, refer you guys to it and we'll put a link to it in the notes here. Um, but it matched up with exactly with what we're seeing. And basically, what the study found is one that arbitrage is very competitive, but two is that it's just a few players that are pretty much dominating, right? Specifically, one there's one player um, that's getting like thirty percent of of all the arb trades. That's hitting thirty percent of all the arb trades, and then there's only like a couple more wallets that are actually arbing competitively, um, you know. And then everybody else is just basically treading water, right? So what you have, you have the, the arbitrage game on Terra is is very centralized. I mean that's that's what it is, right? It's it's a few big players. And these aren't individuals, right? It's not some somebody in their basement that built an R bot and, and is making profit like that. You can't do that. Like these the the people that are arbing um they're institutions, they're well capitalized, they're spending lots of money on infrastructure, on networking infrastructure. I mean basically to give you guys an idea um you know there's 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 one wallet that we watch there's there's one player that we watch that whenever there's an arb opportunity they swarm it with like over a dozen bots <laughs> so they take you know they, they take a dozen shots at it from a dozen different locations right and hopefully one of them hits and gets the trade and then the rest of the transactions fail um you know so they're running more than well over 12 different instances of the same bot um you know in their architecture right so so that kind of gives you an idea of what the competition is like and and you know i don't want to name any names we could probably you know people pretty much know you know who who the players are that are doing that you know but but the point is that it's pretty fierce competition right it 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 just is that being said you know, the other benefit of these last few days in this week is that it's kind of like lightning strikes, right? And it illuminates everything. Like we've been able to see and expose 
a lot of what these guys are doing um, and, and their strategy and, and their, their, their basically their infrastructure, what it looks like, um, all those kinds of things, right? We're, we're watching them closely and we know what we need to do to get there, okay? We know and, and, and we're committed to, right? White Whale will build its own infrastructure and architecture and that's that that has to do with your network your aws your you know basically virtual servers and nodes spread out across the globe multiple running multiple instances running multiple bots connections the validators all of these kinds of things right we're we're building our infrastructure we have a map we have a plan for it right but it takes time you know it takes time it takes money um and it's you know it's just gonna take us uh, a little bit to get there, right? So I want everybody to understand that. I want everybody to understand where we're at. We're still on the offensive bots. We're still getting front run the front run the vast majority of the time because our bot infrastructure just isn't where these other institutional players are yet, right? Um, but we're going to get there, and our you know our L1 bots are there playing defense, and they will protect the pet, right? So so that's kind of the the overview, the, the state of, of where the box the bots are at. Now I'll say this, um, you know, we are our transactions are coming in right behind the big dogs. So they're coming, so we're we're right behind them. And we you know, we know what we need to do to be competitive, right? So basically we're gonna build these similar infrastructure um, and get to a place where it's a toss-up. Right. It, it, it's kind of like this. If you want to be the one that scores the goal, you know, you need to be closest to the goal. Right. You need to you need to be standing closest to it. So we're, we're going to build up a similar infrastructure as the big players have. Um, and then, it, you know, basically we'll have a fair shot at, at our piece of the pie of the of the Terra arbitrage, you know, ecosystem. So. So that's kind of where where things are at. Um, we, you know, as I said on the last call, we are building kind of our V two bot, which is in Go. It's a GoLang bot. We there there are some limits um, to Python and how fast it could go. Um, so we are building a new one in Go. It, it's it's going to be significantly faster and better. It's ahead of schedule currently. We're testing it now and test that. Um, you know, so so here's the deal, guys. I expect our you know our infrastructure to be built out and mature and where we want it to be and the bot you know the 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 offensive bots where we want them to be i'm expecting that probably in march april ish you know so as i said on the previous call now this this week was an exception right we saw our vault um you know our usd vault which we're running live on mainnet with team funds right now um you know it shot up to 68% right this week 68% yield um just because of of how crazy the market is now disclaimer um you know as more funds are deposited into it that yield flattens right because you got to share it with more people um but there was there was a spike in yield obviously this week right um and it, there will be spikes in yield when when the market shakes that's that will happen however in a stable market you know what you're going to see is you're going to see in our USD vault, um, the yield will be, you know, pretty close to anchors yield. Um, it's not a little higher, right? But as we, as we get our bots, as we optimize our bots, as we build our infrastructure, as we add new strategies, 
that yield will increase, um, you know, and I expect to see it in the coming weeks, months, you know, as uh, as we continue to sort of build out the build out the bot, the bot game. So um, so that that's what you can expect. Right. I don't I don't want anybody to be disillusioned, anybody to think we're going to open up. You're going to get crazy Delta Nutri yields right off the bat. You know, um, that's in the regular in a regular market. That's what it's going to be. Right. When the market shakes, it will spike. So. Um, so that so that's the bot update. The other thing I will say is that we are also quite excited about what we've mentioned before, which is the hiding game, our hiding game strategy, which is, um, you know, it's derived from Keeper DAO on Ethereum. And basically what this does is this gives us a competitive advantage over all of the all of the ARB competition in the ecosystem, because what we'll do is on our front end right on our swap page of white whales app um you can you can go there if you want to make a large trade let's say you want to trade six figures of ust for luna or luna for ust you can come to our front end and do it and we can so by doing it on our front end we effectively control the arbitrage so nobody can front run us right and that's really where the arb profits are are in the large trades during you know during normal market trading so you know, and we we have the exposure and sort of the capacity to um, you know, to to get the word out to let people know if you're making a big trade, come do it on our front end. Not only can we guarantee the lowest slippage, but we also give you a percentage back of the of the arm profits, right? So you know, if you for example, if you were going to do a 250k trade, right, from Luna to UST, and you were to get a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks back or something like that, I mean, would you do it? You know, would you come to our site instead of doing it on on Astroport or TerraSwap? You know, so um, I, I think it's good. I think that will. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about the hiding game. I think we'll attract um a lot of sizable traders to that, and that that just allows us to completely circumvent um you know the competition because you know these other arbors they're not going to do that. They're not going to build something like that. Right. So um, so that's something to look forward to as well. So, again, um, as far as a launch date goes, you know, we are looking at I, I want to see us launch before the next community call. Next community call is February 11th, two weeks from today. I, I'm hoping for for the, the vault to be open before then. Um, but it will depend on exactly what's the specifics of what's in the CERTIC report, um, you know, so that that will determine how how that goes. And assuming everything goes smoothly and quickly, you know, that, that's what we're looking at. But it's coming in and it's coming in hot. All right. That's um, that's what I have for you guys. So uh, so why don't we why don't we open it up to some questions? All right, guys. Get, get requesting. And one thing, last time I noticed, some people would request an unrequest. It sort of moves you to the back of the line if you, so I recommend you request once and keep it there because um, last time we weren't able to get to everyone. But it seems like no one wants to speak. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> just got to go first. That's all. Yeah. Somebody's got to take the first one. Bullski, Bull you're up. Uh, hey, so basically you just mentioned how uh, people would come and do swaps on white whale to get like arb so is it possible to see maybe someday white whale have a dex um you know i don't know that we really want to go that route of a dex um this is more just it's a page on our front end and it's 
you know, right now you could trade, you could swap whale for UST on our front end, right? We have a swap page like most other DeFi protocols do. Basically, it's adding functionality to that where it's like a whale pool, right? So if if you if you want to make a large transaction, and we can start with just Luna UST because that's where most of the volume and most of the large transactions are, um, you know, you come and you use our swap page, right? And and you instantly get a rebate. You instantly get money back on it. You know, that's that's kind of what it is. So I don't, you know. <laughs> We don't have a DEX on our roadmap, and this is, you know, this isn't a full-blown DEX. It's um, it's more of a, it's more of a feature. I would, I would describe it as. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Damon, you're up. Yep. Hi. Uh, that was weird. It just jumped me in there. Uh, I, I think the uh, so far you're pretty comprehensive on every all the questions I had, but uh, what about uh, NFTs? Any data on that? Um, you know, it's, it's not on the front burner right now. We just want to get the vaults up and launched, you know? So, um, you know, we, that, that's really been the focus these past couple of weeks, especially, you know, the NFTs, they'll come, they'll be fun. Um, we are, you know, we're, we're working with loop on those, um, because they, they, they're doing the, the whole bonded, you know, NFTs with bonds attached to them type of thing. Um, so we're, we're partnering with them and they have code that's currently being audited specifically for that. Um, so, you know, that, that will, the NFTs will, will kind of happen when, when it's appropriate and when it happens right now, it's, you know, the focus is let's, let's get our vaults open. Okay, cool. And then the other, the only yeah. other thing I really wanted to say was, uh, if you guys never need anything, uh, I would love to be part of your team. I, I did build a brokerage about 15 years ago, so and I used a lot of programmers and had to manage, you know, retarded programmers and good programmers. When I say retarded, sure. I mean from Fiverr. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. And you know, we've we've recruited everybody from straight from the Luna community, and it's all been just you know people who want to help because they they catch the vision, so they want to be on board. Right now, we're we're staffed. Um, you know, we, we, we don't have any immediate needs, but you know, if, 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 the, if any needs arise, we'll definitely either bring it up on this call or tweet about it or something like that. So, so I appreciate, I appreciate that. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh. All right. So, uh, my question a bit in line with, uh, the added functionality you guys are adding to both the hiding game. And the sort of, I forget if you were calling it the masquerade or if that just became the term for it, with using a VUST as the backend for the LP and having users be able to use straight USD into it on your front end. Yep. Have yep. you thought about talking with other DEXs such as Astroport and TerraSwap and seeing if they'd like to um, partner with you guys and adding that functionality into their right. front ends as well? Because yeah. I, think, I think these are functionalities that they could stand to benefit from the effects of in terms right. of their own traffic. And so, yep. yeah, yep. just something around there. Yeah, no, it's, that's an excellent point. By the way, how do we, how do you say your name? What do we call you? I, I've been saying uh, it Olaf. Olaf? Okay. But All right. Now, because I always see in the Discord, now I know how to say your name, Olaf. Um, yeah, so that that's a great point. You're hitting, you're touching on a really great point, okay? Um you know, we're going to, we plan on implementing the VUST whale pool, right? With our, 
with, with the, the LP in our treasury. That's still the plan. We will um, submit a governance proposal on that just to make sure that, that it's the community's will. Um, and maybe sooner rather than later, because I would like to implement that um, as soon as we get the vaults live or as, you know, as soon as we can get to it after we get the vaults live. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have thought of that. I personally have reaching out to the DEXs and even to partners like Coin Hall, you know, and, and other people like that and asking them if they'd be willing sort of to implement um, a similar feature that we plan on doing on our front end where it's it's like a proxy contract, right? Where you're able to interact and trade in and out of whale with straight UST, right? You don't have to convert to VUST to trade in and out of whale. Um, you know, it, the, it does it on the back end for you, right? So um, it would be super convenient and it, I think it would be helpful if we could get some of the DEXs on board, even if it was just, you know, one or two of them. Um, I, I think that is a good idea. I haven't reached out to them yet, just to be honest. Um, you know, we the focus has been elsewhere, but that that is on my list for sure. And I, it is a it is a good thought. All right. Great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. And, and you're up. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. OK. Uh, so my question is a bit abstract in the sense that I have an idea and I'm not sure exactly if it would work. So first off, the first part of the question is, is arbitraging with UST the same as arbitraging with Luna? And why use UST and not Luna? And then my question would be, is there any sort of arbitrage that could be done based on B Luna captured from Kujira? And this thought comes from the fact that today the price of Luna dropped very aggressively. And I think mm -hmm. if we were to have like a Luna vault, which its purpose would be to somewhat arbitrage the price and somehow, I don't know, stop a liquidated B Luna from being sold, it would be a benefit for the community. Are you seeing any type mm -hmm. of, types of connections between the things I'm thinking about? Sure. So, yeah, so, so in response to your first question, right, the, the strategies in our UST vault are UST based and it, they're that they're UST based. Um, so the vault can be Delta neutral, right? So there's no Delta risk in the vault. So we're implementing a variety of strategy. Now we are arbing UST and Luna, but we're just jumping in and out of the Luna. So you don't have to hold um, a long Luna position in the vault, right? It's atomic, it's done in the transaction and you're in and out of it. Um, so, you know, and we can do that with other assets too within the UST vault, as long as we're not holding them long, as long as we're jumping in and out of them. So we can arb ank, we can arb, you know, sigh, we can, we can arb, you know, anything that's appropriate and profitable, we can do from the UST vault. It's actually pretty easy um, to, to just, you know, retweet, you know, tweak the bot and then, and then run a new strategy. Um, there will be Luna-based ARP strategies in the Luna Vault, which will come shortly after um, the the UST Vault. And I'm glad you brought that up. And just a quick update on the Luna Vault, guys. Um, we actually worked with Alpha DeFi, um, and they did some some data analysis for us to help us sort of build the strategy and and kind of get a um, figure out a balance right of the Luna Vault. Okay, because um, you know, obviously not all of the Luna that's deposited in the Luna vault will be, um, will be arbing at all times. Okay. So we're going to need to, 
um, do other things with it to create some passive yield with the Luna that's in the vault. So, um, you know, we've, we've been talking to Alpha DeFi. We have kind of a, a map of, of how we want to do that, how we want to balance it. We'll probably share those details um, pretty soon. I, I would imagine we're still fine tuning a little bit. Um, but, you know, all the Luna based ARB will be, you know, that that will generate yield for the Luna vault. Right. That's how that works. Now, in regards to Kujira, um, you know, I think it's just a matter of time before we, you know, we forge some sort of working partnership, some sort of collaboration with the guys at Kujira. I've talked to them. I, I like them. Um, you know, we've we've had initial conversations, but, you know, we've also thing about it is we're, you know, everybody's busy. Everybody who's building in the space is super busy and have, have has a lot on our plate so it like it, it's got to happen organically right but i think it's just a matter of time there's just too much overlap within our protocols right and you know we're both whales we're both whale themed we're both um you know trying to serve the ecosystem and make it more efficient right reduce risk and things like that you know similar ethos similar visions and missions and all that stuff so i think it's just a matter of time before our paths cross and somebody somewhere comes up with a strategy where, yes, we're either integrating, you know, their liquidations into our vault, you know, or they're they're integrating our vault into their 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 liquidation strategies. Um, but I think it's just a matter of time before somebody comes up with a way um, for us to collab and and do something together that's that's mutually beneficial and and good for the ecosystem as well um you know fortunately i, I don't have any specific strategy you know thought through yet but you know the suggestion box is wide open yeah th th thanks for that yeah it sounds really interesting dude and i think there there might be something you can do with luna luna vaults v luna maybe a v luna luna liquidity providing and arbing that I'm yeah. There might be something here, but yeah, I'll, sure. I'll wait after you've done the USD ones, and maybe we'll spend yep. some more there. Nice, sure. cool. Have a have a great evening. Bye. Yep. Crypto ML, you're up. Yeah. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yep. All right. So yeah, just with all the current market action and stuff, do you guys have data on like an optimal size for the vault? Like how much, how much value you need in the vault optimally? Yeah. I mean, beyond, you know like all right most of the trade sizes are i would say between you know let's say 8k and 100k you know every once in a while you get some some big six figure trades we actually hit a couple um but that most of the trade sizes are there i would say the vast majority of them are are under 50k um the the trade sizes that's just kind of where arbitrage is right now in in terra right okay. so you know, as far as working capital from Arge, every Arb, everything on top of that, really, you know. So, you know, once you have over a million bucks, right, in the vault, which that's what we 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 had deposited, something like that. Um, you know, everything beyond that becomes a barrier and like a emergency, right? So, like, if it if if you know, shit really hits the fan then you know you're going to see some huge arb trades right I, I don't know if you guys remember when there was some oracle issues last month um it, you know and and usd was going crazy right the price of luna basically what was happening was um 
the validator oracles it was feeding them a bogus luna price i think and some there were some arbors that were that were making stupid money right but they were they were doing you know well into seven figure trades in one trade right um so if if you see something chaotic like that or even if there's if there's if the volume goes crazy right if there if there's really high volume then you may get into some seven figure trades um but really after that it just becomes a buffer which is okay right a buffer's good right we want we want the buffer i mean that gives everybody security right um but what I, what i will say this is this too you know i personally i don't want the vaults to be overfunded i i, I don't want that because it, you know the more deposits that are in there the more the yield flattens out right because you have to share the profits with more and more people um so you know, so some people have suggested incentivizing the, the, the vaults in the past, uh, vaults uh, or deposits in the vault. I I don't think that's a good idea at all. To be honest with you, one we we don't like emissions. Um, it, you know, two, I I don't think we'll have any trouble attracting deposits into the into the arbitrage vaults. You know, and three, you know, we don't want them over overfunded. We don't. I I'm not worried about the TVL. I'm not. You know, I I don't I don't really care because. The more, <laughs> you know what I mean. The more deposits in there, the more people we have to share our, our profits with. So as long as there's enough in there that makes you know makes us all feel better about okay, this level of capital is protecting the peg. That's great. I'm sure the market will find a balance um, for for the deposit in there. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, most of it is basically serving as a as a buffer and a barrier. Now, one one more question that you talked about that one Arbor having like 12 bots or whatever. Do those each need their own separate separate tranche of UST or are they all using the same capital? Um, I, I don't know how they have the wallet set up. Basically, what, what they're doing is they're running separate instances. So it's 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 basically like this. You're you're running um, the same exact bot, right, except you're running it in. New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Singapore, Korea, Tokyo, you know, and you're, you're running that exact same bot all over the globe with an op optimized network and infrastructure built. Um, th that's the idea. How you can you can fund it all with one wallet, um, but that's not really the that's not really the the difference maker. You know what I'm saying? The, the difference is the network, basically. And, you know, that I'll, I'll tell you this, too that costs a lot of money in in that in, in you know service provider fees cloud service provider fees networking fees like it it costs some serious capital right not to mention for every trade you hit you're having you know 12 plus fail transactions too you know so it's it's a it's a well capitalized thing for sure okay thanks yeah looks like we have no more speaker requests all right well if that's everything from everybody um you know we'll give it you know there's it's still 145 we have you know we got a few more minutes um so the floor is open anybody has comments Damon, questions back. funds instead of uh our funds uh for the arbitrage right now what do you mean your funds well the the funds that the the, the 20 million that was put into the through the whale sale yeah i mean so one it's it's testing and development right and the audit's not complete yet so if we did we'd be putting those funds at risk um you know plus like that's a 
I, I don't know. It just it just seems more appropriate to use to use the team funds. I mean, it's we're we're really, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what what to say about that. Besides, uh, you know, with putting putting the treasury funds into um into the vault before it's before it's public and released. It's just a protocol thing, I guess. It's just a protocol thing. I I feel better about testing it with our with our team funds. When when it's public, when it goes public, then we'll we'll deposit the uh, we'll deposit the treasury funds into the vaults as as we've planned. Anybody else? JP and M Europe and Europe next. JP and Europe. Oh uh, yeah, can I ask another question then? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, like like the guy before me actually asked before I asked my first question. You said you don't need any more people on the team. The question is, what do you need? Because you just said you're waiting for the for the audits and everything. So basically, at this point, you're just waiting, which is not a bad thing. I'm just asking. And after- no, 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 no. We're not just waiting at all. No, we're actually quite busy. I mean, we've already gotten one report back. We got we got the Oak audit report back. We're currently implementing their recommendations, their fixes. Um, we're, you know, and that's that's just the smart contract guys, the guys on the back end. We're also quite busy. That you know, our bot team is very, very busy. Um, you know, building our bot infrastructure, optimizing the bots. You know, I mean, there's there's a hundred things to do. You know what I mean? So um, we're we're not short of we're not short of things that need to get done. Just as far as the the staffing wise, you know, we, there's there's no like um, there's no holes. There's no oh, we need to. We need to reach out and hire more people. It's not like hiring five more devs, devs would make it happen faster. That's um, that's not the situation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We we have. So. Yeah, that was my question. If if you need somebody yeah. else or something else, what would yeah. that? Because somebody might be able to contribute. So, but yeah. If uh... right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, there's nothing I could point to at this point. Say this is a hole in our you know in our manpower. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Special K, you're up, and D, you're up next. Hey guys, do you have an update on um, sort of the topic of tokenomics? Any any progression on some any recent developments and any evolution in sort of the thinking around that? Um, I don't know if you you have any more specific question on it. I mean, we so we threw it out there that there's you know there's tokens right now that are currently unassigned. Um, they've been freed up from their original allocation intention because we you know we canceled our lp incentives um and we also only use 50 million of so so the lp incentives that frees up 100 million tokens 10 percent and we you know we so far have only used 50 million of the 100 million assigned to um you know to pre-sale events right we use the 50 million for pylon so there's 150 million tokens right now that are um that are sort of unassigned, right? And we had some some discussions on that in our Discord. Um, you know, there were some suggestions thrown out. You know, um, I don't know, but you know, we we're we're waiting for for a strong consensus to form around something and uh, somebody to take a lead on a governance proposal. And we will if we need to, if we feel like that's necessary. I have considered. So here's here's one thing I'll say. Um, once we do, once we implement the VUST, um, the VUST whale LP, that's going to almost double our yield. Um, it may, maybe even more, honestly, um, the, the yield that the treasury is generating, 
Okay, right now the treasury is generating a yield and that's how we're paying out gov stakers. Once we once we implement the VUST pool, that will you know, virtually double the yield in there. Okay. So when that happens, um we could we could very well um introduce a gov proposal to double the whale staking rewards, right? So what's now 14% or 14.5% could be pushing 30%, right? So um that's that's something that if the community decides to do um we could do with those tokens right so so that is an option um yeah so so that's that's that i don't know if you had any other specific questions um about the tokenomics but that's kind of the latest thought yeah no that that, that was it thanks and and by the way you know that yield um you know if if we double you know let's say we implement the vust um whale lp we could double our rewards and still be non still have non-dilutive um staking rewards so it would still be they would still whale tokens would still be being released at a rate less than the yield of our um of our vault all right the you're you're up thanks a lot so i have kind of more of a broader perspective question based off of what i've seen uh, basically the last few days. And since your role is going to be about protecting the peg, amongst other things, how do you think about actually uh, analyzing risk across the ecosystem in order to kind of like, hey, you highlight these risks, uh, whether it's on Anchor or another protocol, and say, you know, this is going to be, this could be a problem. Because in retrospect, mm -hmm. I could see easily and this actually concerned me before this fiasco with what was going on with how they were you know the quadruple rewards and mm -hmm. so forth so what i'm trying to get at is are you do you have someone or at least some part of the team that's actually analyzing this across the ecosystem and then working with the protocols and saying you know in this scenario the stress test we might not be able to pass the stress test or we will easily yeah. pass it and, and can you simulate what just happened to see that it could have been smoother with your interventions uh, when everything was up and running. That's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Hopefully that's clear. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand what your where your head's at. And I, um, I mean, you, you make a valid point. I mean, here's the thing. We're community members just like you. I mean, if we see stuff we don't like in the ecosystem, we're free to speak out about it. And, and we will, you know, I open the call by saying I'm not a fan of the DJ box. Um, you know, but as far as anything organized, sort of an organized watchdog um, functionality on the team, I mean, we don't we don't have anything set up like that. I mean, basically, we, you know, we call stuff as we see it, you know, and, and really the the bottom line is we're we're trying to we're trying to protect the peg and empower the community to protect the peg no matter what comes right. No matter like I'm expecting, you know, I, I'm expecting worse worse crap than than the dgen box i'm i'm expecting you know intentional attacks against the peg right um you know wh whoever it is um eth maxis you know other stable coins centralized stable coins new algo stable coins i mean you you see the fud like you and you already see people and they're they're almost on twitter they're almost fantasizing about what would it take to to DPEG UST. What if a billionaire were to do this? What if George Soros of crypto were to do this? You know, like um, it, it, when somebody figures out if some or if somebody thinks they've figured out 
how to make billions of dollars depegging USD, there somebody's going to try, right? Um, so it's kind of like we don't know what's going to come through the gates, you know. But but we want to prepare anyways, you know. We want to be prepared. We want to fortify it um, for for whatever may happen. That's that's our that's our attitude. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. It's one fifty six. I'll take one more, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Gallant, yeah, you're up. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Great. How you doing? Um, Good. So you mentioned uh, earlier in the call diminishing returns as deposits enter the vault at some point, um, which is surprising to me, but also not if you just think about it for a second. So right. what um, what what does scaling look like? What revenue streams come into play? Um, something that comes to mind is, for example, having um, an integration with Anchor so that there's a, a minimum interest rate in case the TBL gets just crazy high that you can't use the funds for arbing anymore. Just what what does that look like? Yeah, I, I mean, I think when you talk about scaling in general, right? I'm I'm not super worried about it because there is literally a, a blue ocean of new opportunities, right? So once we have once we feel like okay, we got the peg secured, right? We got our defense up, right? Then we're implementing our offensive strategies. Then you have, you know, you have new projects coming. You have new derivatives coming. You have, you know, um, new chains, right? Um, you have wormhole, like there, there, and then not to mention, we also have our hiding game functionality to implement, which will increase the revenues of the vault. And then don't forget, like we're about to introduce flash loans, right? So our flash loans will be ready. The architecture is already built for the flash loans. We could then then open them up, right? Which we plan on doing. And in fact, I, I I'll have to check with Howard, but I believe as soon as we launch, anybody can call our loan. Anybody can call our contract, right? And call a flash loan from the USD vault. Um, so that means that community members can run their own arbitrage bots, right? Develop new strategies that we haven't even thought of, okay? And they're arbing God knows what, you know, it could be some shit coin that just popped up, but there's arb there. Right. And our our flash loan is making a profit for the UST vault um, just from just from issuing the loan. Right. Just a, a basically a taker fee. So, you know, there's there's going to be multiple revenue streams in the in the vault. Right. Specifically, the UST vault. There's going to be and, and really for for the the other ones as well. But just for now, for the sake of discussion, the UST vault. Um, there will be several different methods of revenue, um, you know, so and, and I think that will scale the yield as, um, you know, as deposits increase. But it's, it's going to take time. This stuff isn't going to happen over time or, or overnight. Right. This is um, this is long term stuff. You know, it's it's a it's a long term build type of thing. But the, the idea is there are plenty of there's plenty of fruit out there. Right. There's plenty of things. It's almost like where do we start and what do we what do we focus on first that's going to that's going to boost the yield and add more revenue to the vault so um so yeah that's that's that okay everyone um thank you very much for joining us thank you for listening in we will have another call two weeks from now and hopefully we will have the vault open by then here's here's hoping no promises but we're going to, you know, we're it's coming soon. We're 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 doing it. We're getting it open as fast as we can. So um thank you all. Thank you all for joining and listening. And we will 
We'll talk again soon. We'll see you again soon. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the White Whale Community Update call recorded on Friday, January 28th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra and is the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and is refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates their support. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopiness of weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Terror Spaces.